This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the final inspection. 105.7 FM, The Fan and Laurie Monroe. It is just a pleasure to be here on a Saturday afternoon talking NASCAR with you again. It's always a pleasure. It doesn't matter what we're talking about. But, Lori, I have an important question for you this week. Oh, an important question, as opposed uh, to unimportant questions? As, as compared to a trivial, dumb question, which okay. I ask most Saturday afternoons. <laughs> Lay it on me. A very, very important. You know, Martinsville yeah. Raceway here this this past weekend at Martinsville. Great racing, yes. right? I can't find it a was single. fabulous. I can't find a single person that didn't love it. Well, that surprises me because you know how people like to complain. People There's nothing wrong with that weekend. Usually, usually do. So why, oh why, after we hear about every big track under the sun and, you know, get all the boring, you know, reviews the next day after the race, why hasn't some very smart promoter with a big track changed their big track into a smaller track wouldn't the fans just love some more short track racing yeah if if what we saw at martinsville doesn't just drive the point home i don't know what will and i know they just can't cut tracks in half reinvent the entire layout of everything but you know just quit taking short tracks away from from the other series like the xfinity and the truck series like, why Why are they doing that? I don't understand it. People enjoy short track racing, and we at least got a bit of a fix still with Xfinity and Truck Series, but now they're wanting to make them all go to super speedways and massive tracks. I don't understand that. Some smart person, obviously they're smarter than, than you and I if they're not doing it, I suppose. I don't know. I don't get it. I just don't get it because yeah. what we saw at Martinsville was fabulous. And it's great. I even give the folks at Goodyear some some praise, and I rarely do that because did you see how long another car could stay on the outside in the second lane and try mm-hmm. to finish that pass? It wasn't just a one-corner-and-done sort of thing like we've seen there in the past. They tweaked the tire, and we got better racing. I just was amazed at what we saw all weekend long. Yeah, all in all, it was a great show. Totally. So, so more short tracks, or at least please don't take away any more. Yeah, that's all I ask. Just stop taking them away is is the, the thing that is blowing my mind. Yeah. And, and, stop. And I really think the short track racing would be a great advertisement if they somehow figured out a way to make the truck series the truck series again instead of like cup light in trucks and make this affordable where they could afford to run it at places like Lucas Oil Raceway, Indianapolis, and even South Boston, and places like that. 
I think that would be a great calling card for how great racing is in those NASCAR trucks. And I think that would draw even more attention to what NASCAR is doing, even on the cup side, if they could figure out a way to do that affordably. Yeah, it seems they they're blaming they're blaming lower turnouts at tracks to the racing instead of what seemed to be just a a recession globally in the sport with with all sports. It's like okay, well, obviously people aren't coming to short tracks anymore. We'll make them run, you know, miles and miles of racetrack. That'll make them happy. That 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 makes no sense. So they're over. They overreacted, I think, to what was a natural, a, a natural thing that happened in racing. You can only peak so high, and you got to level out and sort of, uh, sort of correct. That's a shame. We Very haven't odd. seen any yeah. any more tracks of that size. But even in Iowa Speedway, at seven eighths of a mile, it would be fun to have that track on the Cup schedule. And I know with the politics between the two big track owners of SMI and ISC. That's not likely to happen in our lifetime, but, you know, I just wish once we got a total revamping of the schedule and got more short tracks because that has been the best racing we've seen. It has, and it's just a logical thing. Why wouldn't it be the best? This weekend at Texas Motor Speedway, we get a little wrinkle thrown at everything because they've changed the entire track. And I think this is pure genius because we hear about Always, you know, got the perfect setup for this track, and these guys are just going faster than lightning and, you know, never make a mistake and it's single-file racing. Now Texas Motor Speedway has lowered the banking in turns one and two, kept it the same in three and four. There's no perfect setup for this place, and looking at practice yesterday, holy cow, We've got some great race car drivers that have been having a hard time getting around this place. Hard time, yeah, but I don't think you're going to see the the Michael McDowell barrel roll 45 times like we did uh, a few years ago. Yeah, I, I don't know that they're going to be quite as crazy on the track as uh, as what we've seen. But yeah, I've seen some some guys having some hard times out there as it is. So when it comes to the racing on Sunday for the Cup Series, are we going to see a wreck fest? Or are we going to see one team get the magic number and pull away from everybody else or somewhere in between? The answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) You think I have a crystal ball or something? Well, you're the smartest person that I know. So I well, that's not saying much, Michelson. Holy need, cow. You don't I'm get just, out much, I guess. Nah, I need to get out more. but You need to get out more. Absolutely. But it is one thing for sure is it's not going to be predictable on Sunday. I, I just don't see how you're going to really even figure out. In fact, I don't think that practice has really showed us anything either. Yeah, but the thing is, as well, this whole year has not been predictable. As much as you think you want to know what's going on, this whole stage thing has shook up how races are run. So even if you think you know how things are going to set up at a track and who's going to be dominant, the whole way they're racing has changed all of that, in my opinion. And I got to admit, you know me, I wasn't Go ahead, very happy. go ahead, yep. I wasn't very happy about this new stage uh, format. Yeah. I I go into this hating the mm-hmm. idea of stopping a race. I yep. absolutely love it now. 
I well, I would you rather converted. stop it for a fake caution or a stage uh, like a, a natural break that everybody knows, and so they're gearing up for it, they're planning for it, their strategies. I think it's really a good thing. It's it's really up the ante, in my opinion. I just have one other question, though. Oh, what did they do with the debris cannon operator? Did they lay him it, off? It's sort of uh, it's it's in the back room somewhere. Okay, well this is don't good. tell anybody where it is. This is very very good indeed. Well, yeah. thanks. <laughs> well, folks, it is time for us to step out and take a quick break, but. You just haven't heard all that you're going to hear from us yet. We'll be back in a little bit here on the final inspection on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the final inspection. 105.7 FM, the fan, Dennis and Lori from Race Talk Radio with your NASCAR fix. And it is time to uh, hit our favorite segment of the day. Ah, yes. You hear the music, you know what's coming next. It's time to blow up some stills. Laurie Monroe, tell folks at home how this works. Well, every week there's something that gets us all upset that we see in the world of racing. So we just want to go ahead and blow that thing up, just like they used to blow up everybody's stills when they were out moonshining back in the day. So uh, if you want to let us know what you think you'd like blown up, you can send us a, an email. Go to racetalkradio.com. You can send each of us an email from there if you've got a suggestion. Still blowing's a new Wednesday feature. In case you miss it here on the final mm-hmm. inspection, you can catch it on Race Talk Radio every Wednesday. So, Laurie Monroe, do you have anything that needs blowing? I do, and I'm not really sure how to approach this because this involves sort of more than one thing or more than one person. Uh, During the Martinsville race last week, towards the end of it, as they do with pretty much every race that they broadcast, they sort of go around the table to the different uh, play-by-play guys and and whatnot, and they ask, you know, who do you think's going to, you know, be the, who do you think's going to win this race based on what you've seen? And everybody sort of makes their predictions of of who they think's going to win. So they went to Jeff Gordon. And Jeff Gordon says, you know, I, I think I, 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 you know how Jeff Gordon talks. I, 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 I think I, 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 I'm looking at the 24 because, you know, that car has done really well here in the past. Well, yeah, because you were driving the damn thing, Jeff Gordon. Uh, what the, the thing I want to blow up, it's not Jeff Gordon picking the 24. It's the, the drivers that have crossed over to television who all of a sudden, they're coming across like they've never sat in a car before. You'll have guys up in the booth during practice and whatnot talking about what's going on on the track and, and, and strategizing things. And then on race day, you'll have them talk to the drivers in the car and they'll, stay, they'll say the, or ask the most bizarre questions as though they've never even been in a car themselves. <laughs> and I realize they have to do that for people who might not have followed racing their entire life. But when you get a guy like, say, Rusty Wallace in the past or Daryl Waltrip or now Jeff Gordon, basically to the point where they're asking, you know, what do you do when you have to go to the bathroom in a car? That, <laughs> that really, 
I, I feel bad for that person. I feel bad for that driver, ex-driver, that now has to ask these questions of the guys that are on the track. These guys have more history than we'll ever know of driving cars, and yet they're now sort of relegated to asking questions that it should be so basic to everybody. It, it embarrasses me for these guys like Jeff Gordon. Oh, my goodness. That is an awesome still blowing. That is that is another thing that does irritate me as well. Isn't that weird? It's a oh, weird feeling when you hear yeah. them ask really weird questions. What's it like to drive here at Texas? Like, my God, you put 9,000 million miles on a car. Why are you asking this to Gray Galding? Yeah, it's, it's, it's just creepy. Yeah, really weird, you know, when the newer guys that just got out of the car say it. You know, it's it's one I thing know. if DW has said it because he hadn't been in the car for 30 years or whatever or 20 years. But when Jeff Gordon says it, oh, my goodness, you, you nailed that one. That's a great it's, still blowing. It, 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 it makes me feel very uneasy, and I'm not even sure how to describe the feeling, but it just doesn't sit right with me. Oh, that's a fantastic still blowing. Mine is not nearly in the same universe as this, but did you hear about the new partnership between Monster Energy Drink and Bella Tor MMA to bring oh boy, MMA yeah. fighting to four NASCAR races this year? Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this in the least. I, what does beating the ever-living crap out of another human being have to do with getting people fired up to watch racing. I've said the same thing about these stupid concert acts that they've brought yeah. to different tracks as if they've got to have something, you know, they got to have the pork chop tied around the kid's neck so the dog plays with it. That's what it looks like to me, and I'm sick of it. The racing should be why race fans come to a track, not to see Bellator MMA fighting. Well, it seems to be less and less the case that they assume that people come to a track to watch racing. It makes no sense to me, and it's almost insulting as a race fan, that this is what they lay on you for entertainment, as though they're they're basically buying into the stereotype that all race fans are, are oh. redneck, beer-swigging, uh, barroom brawlers. Pretty crazy. It's crazy. So, yeah, it's it's insulting. So as much as I liked mine, when you started telling us about yours, it's hands down who's winning this week. Laurie Monroe, yours still gets blown oh. up. Well, thank you very much. Kaboom. Do it. Just the sound of explosions every week. It's a good I'm thing. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good wonderful thing. thing. Well, before <laughs> we wrap things up, it's time for the NASCAR news. Laurie Monroe. Ryan Blaney, Ricky Stenhouse, and Ben Kennedy have a new gig. They're going to be appearing on American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, and I won't watch that either. <laughs> <laughs> this is so crazy that they're trying to do the crossover of some guys that yeah. are just, you know, some some sports and some, well, I don't even know if this is a sport. It's just the weirdest thing I've ever seen, and I've only watched the previews. Um, I don't see what this does for NASCAR popularity at all. Nothing. Maybe they're, they're individual sponsors, but that's it. Yeah, pretty crazy. Also in the NASCAR news, the polls are open. It's time to vote for the 2018 NASCAR class for the Hall of Fame. <sighs> the fan vote Already? has begun. Do you even care about the Hall of Fame anymore? I do, but the fan vote to me... 
I'm not a big fan of the fan vote, quite frankly. Yeah, they give the fan I'm a, vote. I'm a fan of 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 historic, real votes yeah. that you know people who have you know what I mean the 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 board that votes on everybody, not just one fan vote that counts for I don't know how much. I I don't like that because you know we're going to end up with Timmy Hill in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> We will. Mark my yeah. words. Yeah, it's just weird. And until they put Smokey and Eunuch on that ballot, uh, I'm not sure I really even want to cast a vote for yeah, that. Yeah, it should not be a popularity contest. That's what I'm trying to say. Also in the news, Tony Stewart and Danica Patrick have been inducted together into a different Hall of Fame. Did you hear about this one? I did. They're- they're in the Bobblehead Hall of Fame. That's something every every parent wants their child to aspire to, and I, I hope they're all really happy. Good grief. Yeah, and, and even the, the fact that the Danica Bobblehead and the Tony Stewart Bobblehead looked exactly the same. is They is do. They just have different paint on them. Yeah. Just crazy. And I think Tony's breasts are larger as well. <laughs> there you go. I'm quite certain of it, yeah. Probably, probably. It's all of that uh, frozen pizza, yeah. Well, Laurie Monroe, time to head to Texas for the big cup race this weekend. Who's going to win mm-hmm. on Sunday? Martin Truex Jr. Martin Truex Jr., and I am going to take Kevin Harvick. Yeah, go for Pick it. to click this week. Well, thanks for tuning in to the NASCAR segment here on the Final Inspection. More with Steve Zotke. Coming up next, you're listening to 105.7 FM, The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.